1: is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks. Presented by your neighborhood
0: Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. I was having such a good time watching the game last night. You got the Rams and you got the Buff Bills out there in Ramland. They're going at it and everything. And through the whole game, the one thing that jumped out at me, did you see Josh Allen with his with his audible blue cheese, blue cheese. Yes! Now that's that's buffalo right there. The the, the the blue cheese is what you need, not ranch. All right, you gotta have blue cheese. Max, what say you? Ranch is for salad. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. you got buffalo in your
1: heart, <laughs> young man. Oh yeah, no, no. Nobody loves a good blue cheese dressing <laughs> more than me. And it 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 is it is it is the super condiment, in my opinion.
0: There you go. And you got you gotta have the chunks. You know, I like chunks. Yeah. Oh, I always it, it, chunky.
1: Yeah, no. It's ranch if it's not chunky.
0: Well, there you go. That's exactly it, what it is.
1: Essentially what it is. I mean, people are like, oh, no, no, no. This is just a smooth blue cheese. What <laughs> smooth blue cheese? <laughs> Have you had yeah. it before? Oh. That blue, especially when you get a chunk. A chunk punches you in the face. Yes. You know, it's it's that it's that moldy goodness and the only acceptable mold, uh, you know, that you can eat.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I love yeah. blue cheese crumbles, too, like on a salad. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. You yeah. get that good chunky Cobb. crumbles. Oh, oh, good Cobb salad. Yeah. Because you got everything oh, yeah. in there. You got all kinds of stuff going on there.
1: Oh, you got good healthiness and then the bad stuff, and then you say, yeah. oh, is, at the end of the day, we'll call it even. <laughs> Cobb salad is a call it even
0: type of, type of, type of dish. Oh, that's tremendous! Boy, you, you should be a nutritionist. You can yeah, sell that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Can you imagine that?
1: Ah, you did. You did kind of good today. Let's call it even. Let's call it, it even. even. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't gain any weight. I mean, that's a
0: positive. But I know you're trying to lose weight. So <laughs> oh, it's like a zero. So, yeah. Exactly. How about that? You the know? Buff Bills go out there. It. I. To me, there's like three critical lessons to be learned there. Number one, Max. Preseason matters. I don't. I don't yes. care what anybody says. You know, you can sit there, and this is something that's going to correlate to this weekend's game when the Steelers go into Cincinnati because, just like the Rams, uh, the Cincinnatians—they, I think—they had one starter that played in a preseason game, just one.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. See, and, and 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 this is what we've been talking about all along, Wolf. I don't know how you can be. F- Ready or feel good about a season when you have not taken out the test, you haven't had a test drive with the with this unit yet. Like like, if I'm gonna buy a car, I want to go test drive the vehicle before I drive. Right. And that's what the preseason is. It's a test drive period. This is the grace period, right? Yes. The no harm, no foul period. And you just want to just take guys to the pace so that your first real action is not in the moment like it was last night and we saw rust. Oh yeah. From the defending Super Bowl champions, they did not look crisp. It looked sloppy at times and they did not have that rhythm that they're going to have. And they and they're going to kick themselves when they go and look at this film because they know that wasn't up to standard for them. They got they got their butts kicked they did. by the Buffalo Bills last night. And it's not an exaggeration, and you know everybody's like, "Oh, well, you know in the seventeen years that they've done this, the home team has won fourteen out of fourteen out of seventeen times." Well, uh, it's still fourteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now listen, I mean, I, I really am serious about this. The Rams looked like they were melting down from the heat because you know it was it was very hot, and they don't have air conditioning in SoFi, right? I guess that's what they say. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no, it's,
1: it's that wind. It's that little wind thing, you know. That's why they
0: open air, so to speak. Right, right. It's designed to suck in the wind off or the uh, cur- the breeze off the ocean, I guess, is what I was told. All right, yeah, or yeah. what I heard.
1: And, oh, well, they they were sucking wind, all right. It just wasn't from the ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a true true statement, man. I'm serious because here's the thing about it. I go back to '82. We played uh, Dallas in Dallas. Okay, Dallas goes – they go to Thousand Oaks every year. That Back then, that was their training camp, Thousand Oaks, okay? So they're by the ocean. It's nice. It's breezy. It's no humidity and stuff. Well, we're slaving away in 82 at just a horrendous camp uh, that was – you know how the humidity gets sucked in up in the Laurel Highland, Highlands there, you know, up at St. Vincent. You yeah. got that uh, – I don't know. And it was like – I think Chuck just also was able to, like, mess with the weather or something. I think maybe harp was something big back then that we didn't even know about where they could bounce things signals off the ionosphere and Chuck could dial up like a lot of humidity over Saint Vincent's, right? All I know yeah. is you were better off having gills than lungs there. But we went into Dallas on Monday Night Football where they had a, a like a heat wave going on in Dallas. And back then it was a 9 o'clock kickoff, east, you know, uh, back then. So so we're out there, and it's over 90 degrees still at night. And I remember that game we won in the fourth quarter because we went down the field on a last drive, Terry Bradshaw leading the way. And you had uh, Harvey Martin, Randy White, uh, Larry Cole, uh Tall Jones. All those guys were on their knees in the fourth quarter Waiting when when Bradshaw would come up and get under center, they'd get off their knees. Right, They're that tired, yeah. you know. It matters. Preseason matters. Having a hot camp matters. Oh, it does. I well, I remember. When, um, it was what 2005.
1: We went down to Houston. It was like week oh, two. Oh yeah, I remember that one. And remember, they've been training in an indoor bubble. Yep. Uh, and we have been training outside, and so Houston had this bright idea. You know what? We're going to open up the top of NRG Stadium. You know, we're just going to we're going to try to sweat the Steelers out. We're going to put them in black jerseys. Yep. And we're going to wear the cooling white jerseys. Right? And we are and we are just going to melt them. <laughs> Man, we beat the living breaks off of them. David Carr is still getting sacked to this day. <laughs> he, st- he still he still hasn't seen a
0: single hot. <laughs> you know, I remember that because I was melting down just standing on the sidelines. You know, I'm just yeah. standing there doing my, uh, doing the sideline analyst thing, and, and 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 I was sweating like crazy. Matter of fact, John Norwood came over and goes, "You better put some of this on." Noticing my buffalo tan, because I am from Buffalo. All right, so yeah. noticing <laughs> that I tan like a tomato, you know, he comes over and he says, "You better put some of this on, man, because you look like you're burning up." And and I, it was so hot. I, you know, what I really remember about that too? I remember the hit. Ben Roethlisberger took, I think, from behind when he was—he uh, rolled out of the pocket or something. Somebody mulched him, and he got up like it didn't even happen. I was amazed.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that, I mean, it was—it was one of those games. That, and, you know, my cu- my cousin was playing on on the Texas squad at the time, so he was he was across. From, he was playing D tackle. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Who was so that? so Travis Johnson?
0: Okay, okay,
1: yeah. So. So, yeah, so I just remember Travis saying, he's like, can you believe these idiots, Max? He was like, we were practicing in a bubble all camp. And now they want to open up the roof. (laughs) It was brutal. He's like, what was wrong with the
0: air conditioning? (laughs) You know, I just never forget that. Yeah, I know it. I mean, Max, preseason matters. Practice speed is not game speed. No matter how you dial it up, nope. I know you have to have mitigating circumstances. I know you got to try to protect people uh, as best you can, but at the same time, man, practice speed just doesn't get it. And you saw it last night. I mean, Jalen ramsey hes, he's he, how many? How many people smoke Jalen Ramsey? It doesn't usually happen too much, and yet Gabe Davis. No. Oh man, did he go over the top on him? Woo. Oh, hey, Sanford boy. Florida, there we go,
1: Seminole <laughs> County, get it, Gabe Davis. That's the only time I'm gonna cheer for him. I'm not cheering for him the rest of the year. Well, there you go.
0: No because doubt we got to play it. him
1: because we got to play him. But since right. it was a, it was an, all things were equal, I'm, I'm happy for him.
0: <laughs> At the end of the day, it's it's, it's it break even, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exact. Once again, ah. <laughs> it's a pretty good day.
0: Not too bad. Didn't too lose bad. anything. Yeah, not not didn't lose bad. anything. Didn't gain anything. But well, you know, the, hey, the whole purpose is because <laughs> they weren't playing the Steelers. That's all. You know what I mean? They, so. Ex-
1: exactly. So I, I'm sticking with it. That was a that was a good good job.
0: Now remember job. this. This is what I was thinking, man. Iron sharpens iron, right? Cotton yep. does not sharpen iron, and a cotton camp, and and that's what you know some teams have where they they you know they don't hit much, you know, and they, they don't uh, go out and they put guys in the preseason, I think it, it it creates problems for guys. It depends, again, on the makeup of your team. you got to know the guys individually. And I think one of the great strengths of, of uh, Mike Tomlin is that he knows each guy individually. He knows who needs what. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, Cam Hayward yesterday. Cam Hayward had a day off. Why? Well, he had a day off because Mike told him, you need a day off. All right? I I just think that's that's coaching. Okay? You know who does and who doesn't. But overall, you have to be able to have iron sharpen iron and not cotton. And I think the the Rams, I think they maybe went the other way a little too much and protected too many guys and didn't get that conditioning, didn't spend the time getting the you know the down and dirty stuff that you got to do when you're when you're in training camp to be able to sharpen that iron overall. You must
1: create suboptimal conditions to see how guys perform under duress. Right. You must Good point. Because like you said, with the rules now, guardian caps and two day two days only in a row of hitting, you've got to simulate tough, crappy, hellish conditions or situations to see how guys answer the bell. And if you don't do that in practice, it won't happen in the game, and when it does happen in the game, bad things happen. So you'd rather do it under under conditions where you can control those parameters so at least you can get a test to know, okay, all right, this situation, okay, this is a better better situation for him, and especially for the Rams. I mean, you lost Andrew Whitworth, your unequivocal leader of that offensive line at left tackle. You have a new guy coming in there. I don't know why you wouldn't want to at least run the paces – for one series just to get a feel because, listen, Von Miller dialed up. He locked Ooh. out. He said, oh, that's not Whitworth. Oh, I'm eating today, guys. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm going to halfway Hawaii, and that's not even where the Pro Bowl is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, here's the thing. Yeah. You hit a very, a very salient point. Here's the thing about it. You know, until you get pushed to the edge of, of being able to handle it, you know, whether you're in a drive and it's 100 degrees on the field, or, you know, you're depleted, you can't hardly think, and unless you've been there and known what it was like to function at such such suboptimal, as you put it, conditions, you don't know how you're going to react, and you don't know if, if, you know, because when you are, are drained, it, it takes the strength right out of you. I mean, it, the, your will to fight, you got to know how much you got in you and be able to overcome that. I, I saw that so much. My son, Kyle Jacob, all right, he went to ranger school. For over eleven weeks, you know they they literally sleep deprive, food deprive, and 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 drive these guys to the edge of in my mind madness. You know what I mean? I mean that's that's how yeah. it's the seal training, it's Rangers, and every, and I remember my, my my Kyle was he went from one seventy two down to one thirty four. Okay, he lost that much weight, yeah. and he was a, a strapping, a muscular one hundred and seventy two pounds. Right, and he I mean me losing 40 pounds, that's like, you know, the proverbial deck chair off the Titanic. So what? Right? But him, him dropping that kind of way, that that takes you to the edge, you know. And and I, I remember when we drove onto the base when he was we was at graduation and we had to go pick him up because they they don't allow him to drive or do anything physical because they're so depleted, you know. And I drove by him. My wife is saying, my wife Faith, the good lady Faith says, "Honey, that's Kyle over there." I go, "That's not Kyle. It was Kyle." I didn't even recognize my own son because of all he'd been through in the course of getting his Ranger tab at the Ranger school, passing that thing. I mean, that's just how how brutal it is well the same thing happens in training camp and used to i should say because training camps were considerably harder than they are nowadays and it's really up to the coaches to whatever level they're going to drive them but the important thing is the hardening the 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 conditioning the the tempering of steel those are all important matters as you unpack a season and get ready to roll yeah
1: you you have to be able to operate under duress you have to be able to operate at less than ideal conditions, suboptimal conditions, and you must be able to think quick on your feet even when you don't feel quick and you feel semi foggy. Your fogginess is somebody else's clear. That's how that that's how you must be to be at the, at, at you know, the tip of the spear where you're talking about your son in spec ops. Right. But also the tip of the spear of of of, uh, of sports, which is professional athletics. And at this level, you know your margin of error is so much more narrower. Just like you know, just like in the military, you 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 don't have room for for failure and excuses. You have to be able to just perform. Doesn't matter, right? You must go out there and you must perform, and, because you know, and your your son's situation is more grave because lives are at stake. Right. For us, you know, games, wins, losses, seeding, your career is at stake right. when you go out there. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you know, and and think about this. The Rams gave up seven sacks last night.
0: Yep, yep,
1: seven of them, and they and they caused and they caused and and they gave up three three turnovers, three interceptions by Matthew Stafford, a guy which once again, you don't go out, you don't throw any passes, right? And your first real live, I'm scared for my life passes happen in a game, that's not good. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't scrimmage the Bengals, but so what.
0: Yeah, it's still.
1: It was a a, a scrimmage. It wasn't. They stopped. Guess what? You started the fight. You didn't finish the fight. And it's one of those things. It's tough. If you've never been hit in a fight, you don't know how to take a hit when somebody gets it, when you get into a real fight, right? Right. If you don't have that requisite experience, that muscle memory to guard and block your face, it's a tough lesson to learn in front of everybody.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. There's no doubt about that. You know, and this is funny yeah. because again, this all what we saw last night is to me there were three important lessons that I then correlate to what's going to happen this weekend and that the first is preseason matters and as I said earlier, Cincinnati only had one starter that played it, it took any snaps in a preseason game. The second one is what you just brought up, hitting the quarterback matters. 7 sacks, not just 7 sacks but 15 quarterback hits were, were late on, on Matthew Stafford. Von Miller had two sacks, three tackles for a loss, and two quarterback hits. I mean, all that stuff is great, but the, the idea is this. Five or more, and I, I remember this, there was a, a study done, and I mean a legitimate study done, five or more hard hits in a game reduces a quarterback's accuracy quite a bit. Now, there was... This this one this one study that I saw the only person that it did not seem to affect was Ben Roethlisberger which okay uh-huh. you know um, he, yeah. he's pretty amazing that way and I think Josh Allen is very much like Ben Roethlisberger because he got hit some too uh, some uh, a lot on his own choice too but what we saw with Matthew Stafford was getting hit as much as he got hit really reduced his efficiency his accuracy and his ability. Uh-huh do what he needed to do to lead him to victory. He just wasn't the same guy.
1: Pressure is applied in two ways. Those who feel it and those who apply it. And last night, Matthew Stafford felt the pressure. Matthew Stafford looked like Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford last night. And I'm sure he felt like it after those seven sacks. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, 29-41, 191 yards, one touchdown and three interceptions. This does not sound like the guy – that won the super bowl no. but once again you know is it a recharge or is it a hangover that yeah. that, that 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 that's that's all I'm saying but uh but you know if we're going to step aside for a second and when we come back we're going to talk about something that was cool that was done earlier this morning released on the twitbot and uh I want to get your twitbot? reaction to it what's a twitbot? Yeah, it's twitter it's twitter oh okay uh I figured you, it wouldn't have matter if I said if I said Twitter or not. So <laughs> apparently, I was wrong on that one. Uh, anywho, let's pay some bills. We'll be back here. We're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ASPN Radio. <laughs>
0: This is In the Locker
1: Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Um, I've never been to Cincinnati, so I don't know, but I know this is a divisional game, and this is the AFC North. They call it the hood of the NFL, so I'm excited to experience that. All right, the hood of the NFL. <laughs> What's good in the hood in the locker room, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Wolf, oh man! Wolf, yes. W- 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 would you have ever said that the AFC North is the hood of the NFL? I uh,
0: I probably would have referred to it as the hoodie. <laughs> I you know yeah. just because I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, no guy. clue. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. I mean, that's why that's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> I get it... schooled by you. All right. That's one yeah, of the yeah, great no. advantages. You're a young man. You're pretty hip. Uh, I, I the only hip I got is. Uh, the two of them that are connected, you know, f- to the thigh bone stuff. That's it. All right.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess they're, they, they, what they're making the equa- equivalent of is it, it, it gets greasy in the AFC North. There you go. I Means it's, it's a little dirty, a little nasty, a little extra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little bit of that je ne sais quoi, right? <laughs> French, El Francais, huh? That, that's right that's right that 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 that's the pepperoni that's been left out you know it's yep. just it's this is different it, ha, it has a, it has a twang to it
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay okay how much coffee did you got this morning man you're rolling this morning uh no coffee but no I, coffee. I, I
1: found this i found this thing it's called a coca-cola oh okay. uh, no. <laughs> all right there I, we go i got my cat got my caffeine a different way today okay um, gotcha no but, but but I think that that is a that's funny that's a, excellent job Wes on the rejoin there that so was to catch me completely off
0: guard, um, <laughs> both of us. But that's but, why we love Wesley, All
1: right. That's hey once again Master Splinter. I there mean, you that's, go. That's just what you do. You never expect it. You're always when you walk in the dojo, just expect to be on edge.
0: <laughs> this. Did you ever watch the Pink Panther movies with Peter Sellers? You know uh, he, the,
1: oh you're talking about the original one, not the yeah. Steve Martin one. Yeah, but, no, not yeah, Steve
0: okay. Martin. The original one. And he'd come and go, Kato, <laughs> Kato. I think we, we I need a timeout today, Kato. <laughs> you know, and his his uh, the guy his his butler or whatever was his his sidekick would attack him when he came into the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's I right. Love that. Yeah. Kato, yeah, let's no. let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love those no. movies.
1: Yeah, no, I, I got to go back and watch those. That, that's it. Those, those are classic. I had seen those in forever. Oh so man! Thank you for jogging my memory on that there one. There you I like, go. I like that. Um, so I teased. I teased going into the break uh, about something the Steelers did today. Um, actually, a couple hours ago, and I thought it was pretty cool. So Burt Lauten, our, our our esteemed public relations uh, yes. director over for the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, released a uh, released a photo on a helmet and showed that this unveiled that the Steelers will be wearing the number three for this season as a sticker decal on their helmet throughout the season um, in honor of Dwayne Haskins. And, wow, that's pretty cool. I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, I want to get, I want to get your reaction to that and how cool that is. Um, just, you know, your, your thoughts about the Steelers doing that.
0: You know, I, I remember, and this, this is obviously not the same correlation, but when the chief, passed away and they they had a patch on our our jerseys and so forth and it was it's it's always significant when you have a family member that's missing and Dwayne Haskins and the untimely uh death that he uh suffered in his family and and so forth um it is very unfortunate and it's something that uh even though he was here not very long you know he was he made a mark upon the club and he he really was a guy that um, you know, so, so many of the guys on the team spoke so deeply about, And uh, I think that anytime you take some time to recognize somebody that impacted you and that is no longer with us, I think it's a good thing. You know It's not like it's you know, win one for the Gipper and stuff like that. It's a memory in memory of, and it's something that I think each guy shares that, that will be shared throughout the years as we go on because you know that's what it is your family you're a team a family team
1: no absolutely short time here long impact on everyone yeah and i think that's that's something that was special i was very happy to uh, to see that 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 brought a smile to my face this morning um just because you know I, i'm sure i'm sure it was a tough situation for a lot of people that got to know Dwayne, and you know i had the pleasure you know, during the season, Wolf. When I'd be at the hotel, I would see Dwayne in the lobby area mm-hmm. or, or sh- share an elevator with him, and I got I got to know him. And he was just—I mean, he was one of those young men that I just—you were—you know—you're pulling for him after you have a conversation with him. You get to know him, and and you don't think of the Washington Commanders stuff and everything else, right? But but when I just got to just sit down and talk with him, you know, man to man, and got to know him. I mean, he was just such a great, nice kid. Yeah, and and he just—you could tell—he was—he was excited for the opportunity to be here. He was excited to play for Coach Tomlin. You know, they're from the same area in VA, and you could just see that there was promise. He wanted to compete. He knew what his role was. You know, uh, that last year with, with Ben's last ride, and he was—he—he he was actually looking forward to this competition, and the fact that it got cut short and he was doing the right things. He was down in Miami. Right. Cause Mitch and the receivers were down there and he wanted to, he wanted to go throw with them as well and get in the groove with them. Right. Create the opportunity to get better as a team and as a player and uh, you know, for it to be a cut short in that situation, it's a sad situation. So I'm happy that the Steelers did that. That's a cool honor. Can't wait to see it live on Sunday. Um, and yeah man it's just it's a it's a cool opportunity and uh, I just wanted to share that cuz I thought that was something that was cool that I saw come across you know early this morning for me not so much for you uh, cuz 3 hour time difference so yeah <laughs> well I <laughs> don't lot, even know how to,
0: how to operate my deal with the computer thing enough to find out what the Twitter thing is going on <laughs> So, yeah so yeah oh, this, max I i've got to, to sign into the computer for him every morning i mean we're we're getting there
1: <laughs> oh yeah there we go i mean well at least at least he knows how to type after you sign him in i mean that, that's that's a that's a good sign it's like the chicken uh, pecking method though right yeah exactly it's it, you know it's it's all index fingers you don't you don't you don't see a single ring finger on that computer i could imagine
0: you know the <laughs> one thing i wonder you know, out of this, you think about this, Max. Had Dwayne, you know, not passed away, unfortunately, had it, this tragedy not occurred, I wonder what would have happened in the draft. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, you wonder. Yeah, it does. It does give you pause to wonder, but it is what it is, and 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 these things go happen, and then uh, Kenny Pickett is the number one, and we move on. But yeah, I like the fact that they're stopping to take a moment and and recognize. Uh, you know somebody that was important to the other guys in the locker room because the locker room is family it's a, it's a place to be together and certainly that's something that uh, will be remembered no doubt about it
1: no a- a- absolutely I, you know i I, th- I think um i think when you look at it it's just it's a sad moment and you know um you know i, I thought this was i thought this was a really really nice thing um that was said. But uh, so Chase Claypool, you know, he, he tweeted just about this. You know, like I spent your fi- my final moments, uh, your final moments with you, and I can't help but think about how selfless you were in those moments. Mm. All you cared about was making sure that everyone around you was okay, and I can't thank you enough for that. You are what I strive to be. I thought that was a powerful statement.
0: Very you know? powerful. Very powerful.
1: You no, know, Chase, one of the other guys that was down there in Miami, and yeah, you know. Yeah, and they were all, yeah, together. And
0: it, and they were you, all together. They were all together. Let me say this, Max. I, I was. I I went to the funeral, and it was it was it was heartrending. Just heartrending, man. This is a young man that had yeah. so much going for him, and so much such a a, a, a a possibility of a bright future. You know, I mean, he was realizing the dream that he had, and then it it, it was tough. It was very tough. Uh, but anyhow, you know, the one yeah. thing. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. You want, you want to say no, something else? No, No, okay. no, I'm good.
1: I'm, I'm good. You know, no, I, I, I do want to uh, turn the page before we do get a little bit too, uh, too, too emotional here. <laughs> okay.
0: You know, last night we talked about – or I'm sorry, we talked about last night and what its effect going into Cincinnati. You know, preseason matters. We talked about hitting the quarterback matters. Uh, is, and, and this is, is the third thing that I take out of that. Fast starts matter. I mean, think about this. The Bills flew across the country. They go to L.A. It's a freaking furnace out there at SoFi Stadium, right? And they come out and they take it to the Rams in, in nine plays, 75 yards and a touchdown. That that will set you back, even if you're the world champions, even if you're the reigning world champions. That'll put you on your heels.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. and And, I mean, it was, it was remarkable. You literally methodically marched your way down the field and a tremendous catch, or pitching catch, I should say, to Gabe Davis to really start things off and take the fight to the Reds because you knew what you were battling in that environment. You're battling fanfare. You're battling, you know, the crowd, the conditions, and the mystique of Sean McVay and, 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 and this Rams team. You know, guys who last, when we saw a competitive football game, it was them coming from behind and beating the Bengals, and, and they did it in that very stadium. So there's a lot to overcome mentally in those situations. But once again, when when all else fails, rely on your training. Right. When all else fails, rely on that muscle memory of training camp. Was, did you have a hard training camp? Did you have an easy training camp? Rely back on your training. And the Buffalo Bills trained for this moment. They trained to come out there and beat the L.A. Rams. They restocked their team in the offseason to combat teams like the L.A. Rams. And you saw that. I mean, think about this. We were all talking about how are you going to pay Von Miller all that money at mm-hmm. his age? I A. Hey, Do you think Buffalo today is like, ah, we paid too much for Von Miller? I don't think so. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Money well spent. I'll do it again. (laughs) Yes. Because if you got that and he had the intrinsic, you know, built-in motivator of I want to go whoop my old team's behind for for not trying to re-sign me and letting me go. He's like, "Thanks for the ring, homies. It's going to look good when I look at it on the way home." <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get another one. I'm trying to get a third ring. And, you know, and and you saw him lead in that situation. That's what you paid for. And that defensive line is going to be problems. That's why I'm glad we're seeing them a little bit later so this offensive line can get together for us. But uh you have to believe it is it's going to be a a very tough game and a tough matchup. And the Buffalo Bills, that was their coming out part. They wanted to make a statement to the rest of the league cuz all eyes were on them. Oh yeah. 30 other teams were watching them. And I'm sure the other the 31st team which was the Rams would have liked to have been watching them instead of playing them last night. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: yeah. That's true. You,
1: you, yeah, but they they got the horns and and, I, and that's where you know, I look at it and I'm like, you know, Steelers camp, I'm like, was it pretty no. But you know what? I'm glad we were physical. I'm glad everybody played. I'm glad guys got a feel for it. Even guys like Cam, right? You would think Cam would have been in that category of guys who didn't have to play. TJ Watt would have been in that position, didn't have to play. But they did. And and, and now, granted, once we saw them play, we're like, yeah, okay, put them back on the sidelines. All right, that's it. That's enough. They did what they're supposed to do. TJ comes out. He gets a TFL, like the second play he's in there. I'm like, okay, he's good. This guy knows what he's doing. Right. Run around, hit... Run around, hit people with the ball. Okay, he's got it. Okay, he's got it. Next assignment. Next assignment, guys. Um, so is is going to be interesting to see that because, like you said, the Cincinnati Bengals very cautious. Joe Burrow coming off of surgery, he didn't throw. Now he's younger. I'm sure his snapback time will be a lot, a lot quicker than, than a Matt Stafford. But still, you're coming off you're coming off of a, off of a procedure, and you know you
0: an you, appendectomy you did not
1: play. Yeah, exactly yeah exactly that that where's that that's in the tummy region right that's
0: uh that's your your tummy bone connected to your stomach bone or something like that it's in there somewhere
1: okay you tummy know, bones connected to the stomach bone
0: got it yeah there, <laughs> i can only tell you generalities okay somewhere between your hips and your shoulders okay how's that does that work good oh you know that's good
1: that's good you could say you could say abdomen or torso but it's okay you said you said Hip to shoulder. Got it. There you Got go. It. We, know, we, know, we know where it's at. The bread basket. Somewhere <laughs> in the bread basket zone. All but, right. Uh, yeah, but that. But okay.
0: Okay, here we go. We're, we're going to go to break. All right, next up, stay with us as we start breaking down the Bengals. Right here, next on SNR.
1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. I think the expectation was just to win.
0: You want to know every week. Because when you do that, you do that 17 times, you'd be surprised. Let's
1: show you what can happen in this league. What Bengals won the year before you got there, three games? I think there were four. Yeah, it was four. four. And to the Super Bowl. And to the very end of the Super Bowl. Any given
0: Sunday. Well, that's Larry O, who is now not with the Bengals. He's with the Steelers. And as Cam Hayward said, I look forward to watching him being with us, then being against us. And Larry O, Larry Ogunjobi is a guy that is going to obviously play a big role coming up, but we're going to start with the defense of the Bengals as we start going down to breaking this down. Max, I look at this, the front end of this defense. Well, if you want to start from an overview, this is a pretty good defense, man. They had 22 takeaways last year, or 21 takeaways, something like that. Um, this is a defense that uh, has got some good people from the front end to the back end, and from the back end to the front end.
1: That's right, from the Ruta to the
0: tutor. What's <laughs> to the – what's a root <laughs> to the tuda? Is that like a Ruta bagel?
1: I think that's the mouth. And okay. then, of course, the, the Tudor is the oh, Tudor.
0: Oh, okay. All right, all right. I I was totally yeah, off got on it. that one. I was got totally yeah. totally off on that one. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, i I'm, listen, listen. In my humble opinion, I just I preface that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: Uh, th- that that would be in the young people talk. I M H O.
0: Okay. I still don't yeah. know what you're saying, but that's okay. In
1: my humble opinion. Oh, like I, okay. All right. Yeah, there we go. There okay, we go. i got to write that oh. down.
0: Here we go. I yeah, am yeah. In H.O. I,
1: in, in my humble opinion, you know, and also in my honest opinion. You know, <laughs> I mean, it could be either one.
0: So how do you differentiate between humble and honest? Because you don't put a U or an O in there, do you?
1: Well, you know, you know, I mean, it just depends. I think the context matters, right? Okay. If it's a serious thing, like I'm talking to my friend, like, like you say, hey, Max, man, I'm really thinking about, you know, doing this. Um, you know, what what do you think about that? The IMHO, comma, and then whatever you got to say. And then you think, okay, that's my honest opinion. All right. Okay. And then, hey, man, what was that play they did last night? Well, <laughs> IMHO, uh, the guy just got whipped. You know, in okay. my humble opinion,
0: he All just right. got whipped. So it's, you know? it's so, based on what... context. Okay, context. Context, context is everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the exactly. context of this front end of this Bengals defense, they got some beef, my my man. Uh, I look at this, and you got between Josh Tupo, uh, DJ Reader, and BJ Hill, they could slaughter a buffet. I mean, these guys. You got That's DJ Reader, it's three thirty-five. Josh Tupo, three forty, and BJ Hill, three. I don't believe the three eleven. Do you? Uh,
1: yeah. I think I think that was definitely dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> a day after maybe you know, eating two meals a day instead of the third meal, you know he he and he ate it before 7 p.m. So he's in the fat burn zone. Uh, you know I think that's how he got the 311. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's funny you say BJ to DJ.
0: Yes, exactly. BJ so BJ to
1: DJ in the front side, and then of course you know like you said Tupo and uh, Zach Carter on the back side to round out that interior four. Because you know another thing we know about Cincinnati, they like to rotate their guys very much, and especially so. when you got bigger, beefier guys. You know, I don't know what the weather report is yet for Sunday, but imagine you know sun's out, sun's out, heat's out. Yep. Um, regardless of the situation, because we're playing at one o'clock, so it, it's going to be a little bit warmer. So you can expect to see more guys in that rotation. Um, you know, and then of course when you have Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard on the edges. All you need to do is just be big and be a stop sign, and both these guys can be stop signs. I mean, we saw it last year, and we'll see how B.J. Hill does filling in for what Larry Ogunjobi did a year ago at that position and what he offered because I thought Larry offered a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. He wanted a lot of attention, and that really freed up what Sam and Trey were able to do on the edges. So it's going to be interesting to see if B.J. Hill can be that guy He's a big dude. I don't know if he's going to have the same wiggle and speed of Valerio, but that's going to be a, to be a challenge, you know, like I said, for Kevin Dawson and James Daniel. They have to neutralize his effectiveness because if they can handle that one-on-one, now you can give more attention to the edges of that team. And, of course, DJ Reader, we know he's going to play over the nose, play a cock, maybe a cock every once in a while off the center, play in those a gaps mainly that's just how he's built how he plays so you have to say Mason Cole you're 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 about to get you're about to get your degree in AFC North football right now yeah so this is your first challenge right here this is the first test up front and it's going to be a very active nose tackle position
0: with dj reader there's no question about it i mean there, there's there's you got so much fat rubbing up down down there in this in the middle of that line there you could start a grease fire i mean that, that, oh, oh, absolutely. i mean these guys these are big guys and they are they, they will plug you up like uh i don't know like you, you ate a cheese ball the night before you know what yeah. i mean yeah that cheese ball man like woo. you know it takes a little while to work that through and same thing yeah, with no, these guys you
1: got to cut that you got to cut that a little bit you got to find something to to cut through the uh, the the, uh, the the denseness of said cheese ball.
0: Right, the plugination that it causes, okay? And that's what these yes. guys do though. I mean seriously, with DJ Reader, he gets over you and he uses uh, he plays with a low pad level for such a big man. And BJ Hill, very similar, Josh Tupo. They're all three of them, these guys can push a pile, plug a pile. They are a middle guys that, you know, they can rotate through like you said so that, you know, the heavy hoofers don't get too gassed. And then, as you said, you got Trey Hendrickson, which is my meat-eater, classic Jurassic meat-eater matchup, all right, is between Trey Hendrickson and Dan Moore. I mean, Trey Hendrickson yeah. is pretty remarkable. He's, what, six-year guy, uh, went to the Pro yeah. Bowl. Um, this is a guy that came from the Saints, had 13-and-a-half sacks after – you know, having three, four sacks a year. Comes over after a big year from the Saints and has 14 sacks. He also has got it. Last year had 12 tackles for loss and 27 quarterback hits. This guy has got a nice arm stab. He's got a, a, a good uh, spear, you know, when he goes directly on. Um, yeah. He's got a nice slap, trap, and uppercut working the edge. Uh, I, I I like this guy. This guy is really a slick operator out there i mean he runs a force he ran a four six seven you watch him sometimes max he will peel off and he either drops into zone coverage or i've seen him run step for step with a running back on a wheel route that's impressive what this guy is capable of doing
1: no absolutely and here's the thing you know i i, I watched trey for two years at fau um florida and, atlantic
0: and, yeah oh, florida yeah.
1: atlantic and I saw what he did down there. By the way, uh,
0: my nephew oh. goes to Florida Atlantic. All right. Oh, he does? Yeah, so Maverick. goes he the beach. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Maverick Ranger Wolfley. All right, He's he's he goes down. That's my brother Dale's son. Oh, okay. He's All an right. h yeah. down there, yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, listen, the campus is beautiful, and it's in the perfect location. You're not far from the beach. You're just far enough from Miami that you don't get into trouble all the time <laughs> only when you want to um, and oh you had to pretty- say that didn't you? <laughs> that's my
0: nephew all right What's no he- temptations. Hey,
1: hey. hey hey I'm just saying I'm keeping it real <laughs> just keeping it real hey listen I, I I would go there at least two three times a year to call a game so I mean you know fly right there into Palm Beach PBI wow. and then drive drive up to Boca and then I one time I actually Wolf I, I did a crazy thing. Now, here, here's just one of my things. I actually called two football games in one day.
0: No way! How'd you two do college that?
1: games in one day? Listen, it, it was a lot of coffee and a lot of Red Bull. Um, but yeah, yeah. I had the early. I had the early game. I had a FIU game. I think it was FIU Marshall. Okay. And then that same day they had a night game. It was FAU. Um, I think against uh, Middle, maybe Middle Tennessee. Wow! Um, and so I dr- and it was only because our our uh, our analyst um, on, on Stadium Network got sick and couldn't do it. And it was right after Thanksgiving. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's a tryptophan. You got tryptophan sickness, right, from the turkey." <laughs> uh, but anywho, so I was like, "Max, you're the closest guy. Could you please do it?" And mind you, I found this out. On Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. Oh wow! That I would have to do this after I'd already prepped for my game, so I had zero prep going into the FAU game. Wow! Now, all I did was I had I had notes. I read I read through the um, through the uh, you know the notes that the, that the uh, SIDs release every week, right. weekly press releases. I was literally reading that on the airplane flying down from my other game <laughs> and reading the other team's <laughs> notes. And and I I did two games in one day, and I had to drive from Miami up to Boca to call as soon as my game was over. And, and the only rental car they had because it was Thanksgiving weekend, right, was a minivan. No, dude. So I'm <laughs> driving in a minivan. We did a time lapse video, and they put it on uh, during during like the halftime segment. Oh no, like, that I mean, have I mean, been funny. I mean, oh, it was hilarious because I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to call it because you know how draining a regular game is to call and then imagine having to do that again in a couple of hours yes yep i i had, I had earned my rest that day
0: did you get um, uh, plugged in did you get uh you know uh a bag of saline solution you know
1: i mean i should have i should have you know but it was but it was cooler out so i was good but like i said i was caffeinated to the max bud oh <laughs> i was but i i was talking a mile a minute. I think I, I think I messed up a couple of names in the process because I did not study the, the uh, pronunciation guide like like I normally like to, just because I was trying to get there. But but you know, but I look back on that and I'm like, hey, you know this. And, and actually, he was play, uh, Trey Hendrickson was playing, um, you know, no for FAU at the time. Yeah. Was, so I, and I remember it. I remember it vividly because he he had he had a great game. Uh, FAU ended up losing the game, but Trey Hendrickson was just absolute terror off the edge. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so yeah, so that was a little insight into me and something crazy that I did, because you know I remember him being all conference USA, you know his senior year and coming into the coming into uh, the NFL, and he would you know people kind of overlooked him right because he group of five school, not necessarily a, a a big school, big power five name, but like I always tell guys and young men, I said does not matter where you come from if you are good, the NFL will find you, yes. and the NFL. Found something in Trey Hendrickson, and they see the payoff now. And what is that year six for him? Um, so, so yeah, it, it, it's definitely been uh, interesting to watch. I don't like him, mind you. I don't like him on Sunday, of course Ur- not. Of course not. <laughs> Very mad at him on Sunday, but I got, got getting a chance to watch him as a young man and where he's at now. It's a pretty cool progression to see for him. I just hope he has zero success on Sunday. I
0: would agree with you. You know, I mean, this, this young man, he's, he's got, uh, I don't know, he's got, uh, I think, 30-some sacks in 60-some games, you know. I mean, he's, he's about. A, he averages about half a sack a game. That's how good he is. What I found curious was he only had 34 tackles last year and 21 solo. That's pretty low for an outside edge rusher. I'm, I I was, that, that really surprised me.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, that is surprising, but like you said, I mean, he has a skill set. Yes. He has a very particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I do too, and it's called, uh, well, it's actually my superpower. You know, the ability to be able to look at a whole tray of chocolate chip cookies and pick out the one that has the most chocolate chips per cookie, right? It's a gift. I don't even have to work at it.
1: It's- oh. Like I said, we all have our gifts, Wolf. Uh, I can look at a pan of lasagna and ma- magically make half of it disappear. It's amazing. <laughs> you and your lasagna. I know, I know. But anywho, uh, we, cut, we So we started talking about the interior and got to the uh, got to the front four of the front seven. We have moved. When finished. we come back, I know. When we come back on the other side, Wolf, let, let's get into the linebackers and the secondary. Um, and maybe button up the outside because we still didn't talk about Sam Hubbard as well. But first, we're going to step aside and pay some bills, Wolf. And uh, yeah, let, let, let's keep let's keep diving into this. Not like the pan of lasagna or the tray of chocolate chip <laughs> cookies, but the game on Sunday uh, after we come back here on SNR.